Please don't judge me. Please don't leave harsh comments. I just want to know if this is normal. I'm standing here looking at my two beautiful children and just wondering why I had them in the first place. I find myself constantly fantasizing about my single life or an alternative life choice. I feel completely exhausted and lack energy all of the time. I just don't know why I got into this and I wish there was some way out. You're listening to The Parenting Junkie Show, the place to go to love parenting and to parent from love. I'm your host, Avital. Hi, I'm Avital, and that was a quote from a member in my group this week. And it is not uncommon for us to hear stories like this of people just sharing vulnerably and bravely, I might add, that they feel burnt out. So whether or not you feel burnt out, this episode is going to help you to ward off burnout or to handle it if you're experiencing it. Hey, you might not even know that that is a very real risk we face as parents. It's a very real reality for a lot of parents to reach a state of burnout. But unlike burnout in the workplace, we can't just quit. So that's what we're gonna get into today. And I want you to know that if you're in a great place with your kids, I still want you to listen because I think that this could be around the corner for anyone, not to sound morbid or like it's lurking, but it's something we should all be aware of, something we should all be aware of taking care of ourselves in a way that doesn't lead to burnout is crucial. So let me just introduce myself if you're only meeting me for the first time. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know there's a million other things you could listen to. I'm honored that you've chosen to spend some time with me here today. I promise to, you know, value pack it for you and make it really, uh, really valuable and actionable. My name is Avital. My work focuses on empowering parents with actionable and inspirational and often alternative ideas to try and emphasize on your parenting journey. So that's my goal, to help you, my fellow imperfect but intentional parent, say goodbye to clutter, chaos and conflict and reclaim peace, presence and play for your family. So today we're going to talk about burnout. Now, I'm going to link this to particular parenting practices that sometimes happen, but that's not to say that I am anti-attachment parenting or anti-rye parenting or anti-any kind of particular parenting necessarily, because I think that burnout can happen in any parenting style, in any scenario. And what it basically is, what burnout basically is, is when there's a mismatch between our resources whether they be emotional, uh, whether they be our time, whether they be finances, and the projects that we have on our plate. So it's basically a lack of a match between the level of support we have and the level of responsibility we have. When we have too much responsibility but not enough sense of support, um, then we start to feel burnt out. So let me ask you, I'm going to run through a list and you just measure yourself. Just ask yourself, do I ever feel any of these things? Do you ever feel that every day is like a bad day? That you're failing every day? That you're failing your kids every day? That your kids are behaving badly every day? Do you feel exhausted a lot of the time? Like you're always saying how tired you are. You never just feel like I have great energy today. Do you feel 
a lack of joy or a lack of interest in your children, or even do you feel depressed by them? Like, of course you love them. We all know you love them. Let's just establish that and put that out of the way. But you could still feel depressed by them and by the level of burden and responsibility that they put on you. Maybe you feel overwhelmed by your responsibilities. Maybe you don't notice that you feel any of these things or you don't have that awareness, but you do notice some behaviors like escapist behaviors. Maybe you are going to the gym too often to escape. Maybe you're like obsessively working out or obsessively on social media, escaping to your phone or to WhatsApp groups, uh, kind of escaping your current reality all of the time. Um, Maybe you are excessively eating or stuffing in chocolate when no one's noticing, or excessively shopping, or any behavior, too much drinking, uh, too much spending, um, any behavior that feels like you might be trying to escape your reality could be a symptom of burnout. Maybe you are finding yourself yelling a lot, acting enraged a lot, slamming doors, venting all the time, or escaping to the bathroom and saying things like, leave me alone, right? If those are things that are happening very regularly, that might be an indicator that we're feeling a bit burnt out. Maybe you feel hopeless. Maybe you feel just a sense of hopelessness about life. Like, when will it get better? When will it get easier? When will things calm down? When will things stabilize? When will I feel like I'm managing? Maybe you just have less patience than you used to have. Your patience has just run dry and you have no patience whatsoever anymore. Like, if one more person whines, you're just going to completely lose it every single time. Or maybe it's showing up for you in physical symptoms. Maybe you're feeling sleepless, restless, feeling kind of panicky, like you're hyperventilating and you have shortness of breath, right? Maybe you have chest pains or tummy aches or heart palpitations. And of course, if you are feeling any clinical symptoms, see your physician, see your doctor. Uh, Definitely, if you're feeling like there's a depression there, also, we must seek professional help. Now, If it isn't something that your doctor needs to help you with, then it might be burning out. A sense that you've given, given, given high energy for too long with too little support. And it's what happens at the end of overwhelm. When overwhelm is relentless and we continue to be overwhelmed, then we burn out. We can be overwhelmed for a short amount of time, but then we have to recover. So just like any machine, if you run the batteries down and you don't recharge them, the machine won't run. I'm about to share some really practical ways that you can ward off or treat burnout, parental burnout, if you're experiencing it. And the show notes for this, if you want to go over it, can be found over at theparentingjunkie.com. And I would love for you to leave me a comment there. That's a new thing I would love to encourage people to do because when you put out a podcast, people don't necessarily have a place to comment, but that would be an amazing place to comment. Of course, I also really appreciate your reviews, and I'd just love to shout out one amazing review right now. So our listener spotlight goes to Cam Atyes, Atsiek, Cam Atsiek. I'm not sure I'm saying that right, but thank you, Cam. She says, a parenting junkie, junkie. Since coming across Avital's amazing work on presence, peace, and play in 2018, I can honestly say she has added more positivity and creativity to our family than I could have thought possible. Through directing our attention to raising ourselves first and our own inner child and attending to our own inner and outer state of being, Avital and her team have opened up so many doors for me. When I lose my way, like when I don't listen or do 
through my present play content, I really noticed the difference. And in just a few short minutes, just like magic, Avital can have me back on track again. This podcast will change you in every good way to be the better and more peaceful parent that you know you can be. This podcast will unlock doors for you that hold parenting magic. Thank you, Avital. Namaste. XOXO Cam. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who is leaving reviews. I really appreciate it. It helps us so much spread the word. So if you haven't taken a moment to do so, please go over to iTunes and leave us your review. I read each and every one and other people do too, and it really helps, so thank you. All right, so back to burnout. Here's the deal. If you feel burnt out in your job or in something else, as I've already said, you could quit, right? The trouble is that when you get burnt out with parenting, you can't quit. But on the other hand, you can't continue when you burn out because what actually happens is you start to shut down. Your body sends you many, many signals along the way that it's running out of battery. Just like a machine, a car, say, that's running out of fuel, you know, a light comes on and warns us. But if we ignore those lights time after time after time, eventually the car is going to stall and it won't start again. And then you'll be in much bigger trouble than if you had filled it with fuel to begin with when it first told you it needed the fuel. If you are running on empty, you know, if you are running yourself down and you're not re-energizing, recharging your batteries, then your body, your brain, your heart simply say stop. And they'll say that by arranging some kind of breakdown. It could be a nervous kind of breakdown where it's emotional, where suddenly you find yourself unresponsive. Someone's talking to you, you can't answer them. You can't focus. You're foggy-brained. It's your system literally shutting down like saying, well, if you're not going to rest and give us the fuel that we need, then we need to shut down and conserve energy. So it could be on that emotional level, like you just feel numb or you feel um, like you're disconnected or you feel kind of deaf and blind and, and mute. You can't talk, you can't see, you can't hear, you can't serve a meal, you can't eat a meal, you can't go to sleep, you can't function, you can't brush your teeth. You can really feel like you're just shutting down. You can also just feel incredibly crowded and overstimulated, like you're going to scream, right? Like like if you're stuffing a, a small creature into a corner and they're, they're feeling scared and frightened and overwhelmed and overstimulated and they can't process anymore. We kind of go into that fight mode, right? But it could also be physical symptoms, right? It could be physical symptoms like just this, an achy sense or your back hurting or suddenly you're clumsy and you keep having accidents. And it's kind of like the universe or your body or your psyche arranging for you to be lying down. I had this happen to me recently. Uh, I threw out my back. And yes, on the one hand, anyone can just trip or hurt themselves and throw out their back. And it could just be a purely, you know, uh, no meaning there, just something that happened. But I felt that it was my body saying, you need to stop. And if you're not going to stop, if you're not going to heed the warning signs and listen to the light signals that we send out, then we'll arrange that for you. It can be arranged. The problem is that when we get to that state, it's it's so much harder. It's so much harder to refuel when your car is stuck on the side of the highway. It takes so much longer. It takes so much more money and effort. And it can really be dangerous as well. So if you're waiting for that last minute, if you're waiting for the burnout, please listen to this as your wake-up call. You absolutely must take care of these things that I'm about to outline 
before it's too late. And if it's too late, then all the more so, like you still need to do it because as parents, we don't get to quit. Uh, We don't want to quit, but we don't get to quit. We don't get to, you know, break down on the side of the road. I mean, it happens, but we don't want that to happen. Right. And it's just so much harder with young children to handle that situation. So if you feel any of those kind of things that I was telling you about before, if you feel like you're burning out, often that can be related to the most peaceful and, you know, loving parenting practices. When parents tell me I feel resentful of my baby because I'm nursing too much, I'm nursing all the time, I'm depleted, I'm dehydrated, I'm exhausted, I don't want to be nursing so much. And just as a side note, this week's YouTube video is all about that. It's a mother who wrote to me this week, shout out to Phoebe, who felt she was nursing too often and she felt resentful of her baby. And I helped her figure out some steps to wean in a respectful, peaceful way. So that's what this week's YouTube video is about. And after you listen here, I invite you to go over and watch that because it's going to help you set boundaries and outline ways to make those changes, whether it's weaning for breastfeeding or if it's, you know, moving a toddler into their own bed and out of yours or whatever it is, it will help you. But that's one practice that I know burns a lot of people out, right? Nursing all the time. Baby wearing. When you baby wear all the time, when I baby wear all the time, I mean, I love it and it's beautiful, but there is a limit to how much I can do that, how much anyone can do that. Everyone has some kind of limit somewhere. And some people can, you know, baby wear well into toddlerhood all the time. And some people cannot, and it can hurt them and it doesn't feel good to them. They feel touched out. They feel exhausted. And I just want to take a moment to honor that and to honor wherever you are on that journey. Like maybe you don't baby wear at all. And that's okay. Maybe it's bed sharing. Maybe when you share your bed with your child, you don't sleep well. And that's burning you out because you're exhausted and sleepless. Maybe it's not getting any help, not sharing the burden of raising your kids with anyone else, not letting in a sense of community. And we're going to talk a lot about help in the upcoming episode. So if your resistance is coming up, we're going to break that down next episode. Maybe it's to do with how much time you're getting to yourself. You're not getting any time by yourself. Maybe you're an introvert and you need quiet. Maybe it's just the fact that your child talks all the time and that's burning you out. If it sounds like I'm kind of going down this road of attacking attachment parenting here, you know, I love attachment parenting. Uh, I practice almost all of the Bs with every baby that I've had, my four children. But it doesn't mean that you can't easily burn out on those practices. You can. And it's that's why one of the Bs is all about balance. But I feel like that B seems to get ignored. Sorry, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the seven B's of attachment parenting brought to us by Dr. Sears and his wife, Martha. And they taught us all these B's, you know, breastfeeding and bonding from birth and bed sharing and baby wearing. But all of those practices can be wonderful, but they can also burn you out very quickly if you don't remember the B of balance. And that's why I think it's actually really important to add to that conversation boundaries and the ability to actually ward off, here's another beefier, burnout, right? Making sure that we don't burn out. So here are some steps that I'd love you to take. The first one is to take a break. Oh yeah. Permission granted. Please give yourself permission. 
Give yourself permission to take a break from your kids. Give yourself permission to take a vacation, a staycation, a walk without them, a spa day, uh, you know, girls evening in at your friend's house, whatever it is, big or small, you need a real break regularly. You need small breaks every day. You need a little bit bigger breaks once a week and you need big breaks once a year where you're away from them. And I'm saying you need, okay, not everybody needs this. This isn't going to be right for everyone. I'm not trying to be, you know, dogmatic here, but I'm just saying, you know what? I'll say I need, okay? I need those things. I need those breaks. I am part introvert, part extrovert in different ways, but I've become more and more introverted as I've grown older. And I need quiet. I need space and time to myself. I need to be able to process my thoughts and not to have anyone talking to me for a long time every day. And so I arrange that. And yes, it's a privilege to be able to arrange that. But there are creative ways that you can get that too. And so I just want to first at least break down this idea that we shouldn't take a break, that you should be doing everything all the time for your kids. Because guess what? That leads to burnout. And when you're burnt out, you can't help your kids. It's terrible. You're stuck on the side of the road in a nervous breakdown and it's terrible for your kids. They much prefer, had they had the conscious awareness and the adult information, if they were privy to the information that you're privy to, that when people don't take breaks from things, then they burn out, then they would say, mom, why don't you take a break? You look like you need it. They can't say that because they don't know the cost that they'll be paying if you don't take a break, but you do. You know that if you carry on and carry on and you keep carrying on, and you wear yourself to the ground and you overwhelm yourself and overstimulate yourself and exhaust yourself, then at the end, you're going to have to take a break and it's not going to be the type that you wanted. It's not going to be that spa day or that hike with friends or whatever, the, the type of break that suits you on your schedule, on your terms, where you can arrange for your kids to be with grandma or with a babysitter or at you know daycare or wherever they are that day. It's going to come out of the blue all of a sudden and you're going to feel burnt out and it's going to be so much worse for the kids, right? I mean, I've been in this experience where my back hurt. I said I couldn't lift my baby. It was a terrible experience. I couldn't lift my baby. And it was my body saying, you haven't taken a break? Well, make sure you take a break. And suddenly in a kind of emergency situation, I have to lie down for two days. And then it's, you know, much harder, much harder than had I listened to my body way in advance. So you need a real break. And I just want to say, it doesn't have to be the two week long silent retreat in India. It doesn't, you don't have to wait for the perfect break. You could take the 10 minute break right now. You know, you could take an hour break or an afternoon or a day at the beach or just something away from your kids where you purposefully and intentionally recharge. And whilst I agree that you can turn a supermarket shop or any errand that you're running into something mindful and like a break, please don't make it one of those things. Please make it truly just about rest, just about recharge. Make it something that's not just an errand and you're ticking boxes and you're you're running through your to-do list. Because in your mind, that's not going to feel like a break. That's not going to feel really rejuvenating. So yes, when you go to the supermarket by yourself, enjoy the quiet, but that's not what I mean here. I mean, be one with nature, take a walk, meditate, go and sleep on a friend's couch for the night when no babies are going to wake you up. Take a break. The second one is get more help. Get more help. Now I know. 
I know, I know, I can't afford it, I can't find it, I can't trust anyone with my kids, there is no help, no one wants to help me, Uh, you know, I don't live in a community, I don't live in a village, we're going to break all of that down in the upcoming episodes. But I just want to say, we need help. We all need help. It truly does take a village. You can't do this thing alone. Even if you have one child, it's too much for one adult because we need a break. And so when we need a break, we need another adult there. So we need to figure out ways of getting more support. It could be free support, but it has to be support somehow. And just as a quick note, if you're like, how, 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 give me an idea. I'm going to break it all down for you. But for now, let me just say, you could switch with a friend. Find a friend, find a neighbor who has a baby and say, hey, I'll take both our babies for a walk one afternoon and the next day you take both our babies for a walk and we each get half an hour to ourselves. It could be as simple as that. Number three, say no. Say no. Hallelujah. I can say no. Wow, what a revelation. Just say no to things. Take things off your plate. No, I cannot do that. I'm so sorry. And let me just give you a quick tip on how I say no to things that really helps me. I heard this advice in several different places. But basically, you give people a no sandwich, okay? So you say yes to them about their dreams and desires and aspirations. Then you say, no, I cannot do that. And then you say yes to them again about their dreams, desires, and aspirations. So that might look something like this. Say you need to say no to helping your friend Uh, with moving apartment. And by all means, help your friend move apartment unless you feel like you're burning out, in which case you need to say no. So it could be something like this. It could be like, oh, thank you so much for thinking of me. I'm totally the type of person who would love to help you with that normally. And I'm so excited that you're moving apartment. And then you could say, unfortunately, I'm feeling super overwhelmed with my commitments right now. And I don't think I'll be able to do that. And then you can say another yes at the end but I'm so excited for you, you know, and your new place. And when I'm back on my feet, I would love to be helpful or something like that, right? Or say you need to say no to serving on a board, right? Joining the PTA or being on a board meeting, okay? And you could say something like, oh, thank you so much for thinking of me. This is such an important, um, you know, this is such an important board and I, I really support your activity. I'm going to have to decline because I'm currently just keeping up with my prior commitments. Um, But I really appreciate you reaching out to me and I'll be in touch if anything changes, right? So you can say a soft no, but you need to say no. Another way of reducing your responsibilities is cutting corners, right? What can you cut out that you've been trying to do and keep up with that you don't need to do anymore? And I'll give you an example. I let my inbox run for a long time, my personal email, not my work email. I basically didn't, I basically had a lot of unread emails for a few weeks because I was really busy with other things. And I just accepted that fact that I would not be getting to those emails. You know, I gave them the once over that there was nothing with urgent in the subject line. But other than that, those emails waited. And when I was done with my high pressure time, I emailed saying, you know, I'm really sorry. I was just at a really intense time at work. Um, Sorry, I'm a little late answering this. And everybody gets it. Everybody gets it. And if they don't get it, that might be an interesting uh, piece of information to know about. But it's okay if your inbox stays full for a while. It's okay if you don't iron your clothes. I don't know if you ever do that, but that's one example. Maybe you could buy clothes that don't need ironing. It's okay if you send evites instead of printed invitations. It's okay if you uh, maybe pay to cut some corners, like get a meal delivery service. 
right? There are different ways that you could cut corners for a little while if you're feeling burnt out. Maybe it's using more screen time for your kids. Maybe it's about just reducing the quality or quantity of output that you have, right? Like maybe you make really simple meals. Instead of making three different dishes, you make one dish, right? And just, you know, that's that's dinner this week. Like, sorry, this is what we're doing. Just where can you simplify? Where can you cut corners? If you're feeling burnt out, this is not the time to take on extra projects and it's not the time to go all out on all the things that you usually do. The next one is to bundle. I love talking about bundling and shout out to all my present players. You guys know all about bundling. But bundling is basically this. Take the things that you don't like doing match them up with the things that you do like doing and do them together. So you're basically sweetening the deal for you. So if you're feeling burnt out and everything is not joyful, say being with your kids isn't joyful, bedtime isn't joyful, your carpool isn't joyful, what can you add in as a treat for yourself? Maybe it's an awesome podcast. I know of one or two. <laughs> Maybe it's a great audiobook. Maybe it's a chat with a close friend. Maybe it's a coaching session with someone. Maybe you're going to treat yourself to making a really yummy cup of chai with the extra creamy almond frother thing, milk. Um, that's mine. That's what I like to do to spoil myself. Like, oh, I'm going to be doing a lot of, you know, uh, caring for kids and running around and errands, and but I'll have my yummy drink that tells me that I'm worthy of a treat, right? Now, I know food doesn't really make the best treat psychologically and all of that, but you know what I mean, right? Maybe it's about wearing your nicer clothes or putting on a bit of makeup, or um, maybe it's about putting on awesome music while you're cooking. Or during bedtime, maybe you are going to, you know, read a book that you love while your kids fall asleep so that you can enjoy that time. Or diffuse some essential oils that you'll enjoy. How can you make this time more enjoyable, especially through the senses? Something visual or something uh, that you feel like the clothes on your body, the smell in your home, the sound that's on. How can you make those things be pleasurable to you? so that you can trigger your kind of pleasure senses and into saying, you know what, this can be a pleasurable experience. Maybe if you're with your kids, you're gonna go to a coffee shop that you love, or you're gonna bake something that you enjoy eating, or you're gonna play a game that was a childhood favorite of yours, or watch a movie that you love together. How can you kind of relax the senses with your kids and bundle the things that you enjoy too? Maybe if your kids are painting, you're gonna paint alongside them. How about that? The next one, is to talk to a friend. Talk to someone, have a listening partnership, have a coaching session, have a friend, a a heart to heart, and just share. Just share with someone who will listen non-judgmentally. And if you're inside of Present Play, then that is exactly what you're gonna be doing in our listening pods, right? We have those all set up for you. But the idea here is really to be just heard by someone can often go a long way to healing whatever's ailing us. And finally, but most importantly, is to go back to the basics. Go back to that Maslow scale of human needs and make sure that you're hitting the basics. Your hydration, your sleep, your nutrition, your exercise, and some sunlight every day. You know, I saw this great meme recently that said, you're basically a plant with feelings. You know, you need 
hydration and sunlight every day. And sometimes if we're depleted in one area, like we're exhausted, then I know for myself at least, when I'm really tired, my healthy eating just goes down the drain. I start, start stuffing my face with every carb I see because when one thing goes down, we kind of snowball in that direction. So how can you snowball in the other direction? You know, the other week I was feeling like I was getting a bit burnt out. And so when I tucked my kids into bed at night, I went to bed with them at seven o'clock. Guys, it was light outside. And I was in bed for 11 hours. I was sleeping for 11 hours. It was amazing. It was the most profound uh, declaration to myself, to my body, that I'm important, that I matter, that I'm worthy, that my health matters, that if I'm feeling like I'm burning out, that's important to address. And that's worth giving up on an evening of scrolling through Facebook or doing my work or my alone time to really address my sense of exhaustion and depletion. Guys, this isn't a joke. This is serious stuff. You're worth it and your children are worth it. They're worth having a parent who feels vibrant, joyful, capable, standing on their own two feet. And to build that type of life in a sustainable way demands that you ward off burnout. Now, I promised that we're going to be talking about help, about how to get more support and make more connections. And we are going to get into all of that in a deeper way in the upcoming episodes. But if you know someone who could benefit from this, please share it out with them. Just snap a screenshot of yourself listening, tag at Parenting Junkie, share it out on your stories. I love to repost those and I love to see them. I love to see where you're listening and just tag any friends who might be feeling, you know, the humdrum, the, the, the grind of the day-to-day parenting. Thanks for listening to the Parenting Junkie Show. If this was helpful for you, I would be so appreciative if you would subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Subscribing to the show means you'll get the bonus episodes that I only deliver here. And when you rate and review the show, it helps other parents find it. I'll be shouting out some of my favorite reviews in upcoming episodes and would love to spotlight you. And remember, keep on loving parenting and parenting from love. Namaste. Namaste.